Welcome to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast where seeing things differently inspires limitless possibilities. The Limitless podcast was created in order to inform, educate, entertain, and share stories from within the blind and partially sighted community that show that the opportunities for those who are blind or partially sighted are truly limitless. And now, it is my pleasure to introduce you to your host, the founder of Blind Beginnings, Sean Marcelet. Welcome back to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. I'm your host, Sean Marcelet. This week, we are talking about setting up your home when you're blind. And this was kind of an inspiration because we were in a meeting and I don't know, somebody mentioned some of Jill's awesome artwork (laughs) and accessories to her home. And I just thought, what a cool idea. I think it would be really interesting for people to hear how we set our homes up when we can't see. So back to the podcast, we have Jill and Keisha. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah, I think this will be fun and I can share some of what I do too, although I don't think I'm as interesting as you guys. So we'll, we'll find out. (laughs) So let's start by reminding our listeners, uh, briefly who you are, but also, um, so definitely your level of vision, but also like, where do you live? Tell us about your, your setup a little bit. Jill, why don't you go first? Sure. Um, so I'm Jill. I have Retinopathy of prematurity is my eye condition, and I'm totally blind. Um, I currently live in Burnaby, and I've been living in a quarter of a duplex. It sounds complicated. Um, So basically a two-bedroom apartment for about four years now. We're going on four years. So Awesome. So lots of time to make it your own. Yeah, definitely. Hi, my name is Keisha. Hi. (laughs) I have retinitis pigmentosa, and... um, I don't think I've uh, ever shared exactly where I live on this podcast, and I'm going to keep it that way. But I will say um, that I live in a very small community in BC's interior, um, and I live in a little one-bedroom suite with my partner at this very moment, um, and it's kind of a basement suite of a, of a large house. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm in, I'm in a townhouse, and... Um... I live with my husband and our nine-year-old, so I have to account for them in the decorating, (laughs) which we'll talk a little bit more later. Okay. So what are some factors you consider when you're choosing where to live? I know for me, like, like transportate public transportation is like the number one, actually how accessible it is. And that kind of trumps everything else, but I'm curious to hear from you guys. What's important to you when you're choosing your home? Um, well, I'll, I'll start here if you like. Um, so we live where we live partly for the lifestyle that offers with it being really accessible to some really great outdoor sports that we like to do, um, and just nature and stuff like that. And I, I like living in a smaller town. Um, big cities kind of stress me out a bit. (laughs) And, uh, I like if I can touch a tree and immerse myself in a forest or a grassland in some capacity within an easy walking distance or at least a quick car ride that's a huge bonus um but yeah in terms of indoor layout that doesn't really matter so much to me other than I do love a place with windows uh because I love sunlight uh or at least just some sort of light and we we do have plants 
Um, granted, I'm not the best plant mom, but you know, that's a whole nother podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, yeah, so that's, those are kind of the things and, um, yeah. Okay. Awesome. What about you, Jill? Yeah, for me, the, a lot of the reason I ended up where I'm at currently is because it's like a 15 minute bus ride to my university campus. Um, and at the time of moving in here, I was still doing my bachelor's. Um, and then even like my school has multiple campuses, but it's still like just one bus ride, like 15 minutes to one campus, half an hour to another campus. So that was a lot of the appeal, but also a lot of the appeal was the affordability. Um, because my extended family owns uh, the duplex that I'm in. So they were very generous and gave me a pretty solid deal. Um, but it also ended up being like a really great location for like, I live right off of Hastings. So there's a lot of like restaurants and like fun things to do all down Hastings. Um, and there's also a really big, um, what do you call that? Like shopping plaza, right? Like literally right next door to my house. So like with like grocery stores and a vet, which is perfect for my guide dog and like a couple of restaurants and like every kind of store you th- would really need is right in that plaza. But then you also get as much as you can get some kind of naturey stuff in the middle of a city because there's a huge park right across the street from me. And if you go far enough in the park, you feel like you're in a forest. Um, so that's always a plus. But there's also just so many, so much transit around me. There's so many bus connections that go like right downtown Vancouver all the way um, to like sky trains and everything transit wise you would kind of need. So a lot of it was one, the location for my university, um, affordability and the transit and stores and park all around me. So mm-hmm. a lot yeah, of pluses, tra- for sure. Transit is really good. Definitely. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> yeah. That's a big, big independence plus. <laughs> yeah, sure. Definitely. I used to live in a building right beside the SkyTrain station, like basically Ooh. in the SkyTrain station. And it, at the time they were developing that area. So they were putting in a movie theater and grocery store and drugstore and fast food and like all these things. And I was like, every blind person in the lower mainland is going <laughs> to want to live in this building. But by the time all of that, oh, there's a movie theater. Did I say that? Yeah. yeah. So, so many things. And, <laughs> but once it was all built, I had to get the heck out of there because it was so crowded all the time. Every oh, time I yeah. left my house, it was just like, had to walk through literally a wall of people to get <laughs> any of those places. So yeah, no, thanks. Yeah. So like transit, having, you know, living in a SkyTrain station is great, but <laughs> comes at a, at a cost as well. Uh, yeah. Where I am in Coquitlam, I'm, it's, it's not so busy on the sidewalks. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's still really quite busy if you're a driver. Um, and there's lots of buses still, but if I walk down the sidewalk, I can walk four blocks and not pass another soul. Uh, which is kind of nice. And there are lots of parks and foresty areas too, that I can walk to. So kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about decorating your home. I'm so curious (laughs) to hear about this for you guys, because I, my mom um, worked at a picture frame shop when I was a kid. Uh, my uncle was the owner of it. And so we always had so much art on our walls. And of course, when I moved out, I had lots of art to bring with me. And, you know, of course it would be described to me when I was younger, I could, I could sort of kind of see something of it, but 
honestly don't really care what's on the walls that much. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I like it to be bright Mm because I can't see in the dark and the darker the, it is the darker the walls are the darker the room feels to me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, windows are important to me too, but really I'm not that, I don't know, not that I don't care that much. So Mm -hmm. Jill, let's start with you. Cause I feel like you're, you care a lot about this stuff. Yeah. And I think a lot of, well, this is me just kind of assuming a little bit, but for my own self that growing up, like I was low vision. Um, so, and like my mom and sisters are like crazy decorators, not like kind of snobby decorators, but a lot of like knickknacks and like family mementos and lots of like pictures and plants and stuff. Mm. Um, so growing up with that, I always, to me, it always felt more homey and more like a home when there were pictures on the wall, there were a thousand houseplants, um, and a clock, like an uh, analog clock on the wall. Like, um, this is like a few little things that always felt very homey to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I moved into where I'm at, like, it's hard when you're a university student and you're kind of moving around a lot because it's hard if you're moving dorm room to dorm room like every year, every semester and like apartments and all these things, it's like hard to keep bringing stuff with you all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was happy that I finally got a place to like settle down for a few years and get to decorate. And I was super excited about it. Um, and my mom and most of my, my mom had a little bit of, like she helped me a little bit, um, but she's like very much, it's your place, do what you want. Um, so a lot of my decorating was kind of based off of those things I mentioned, like the plants, the clocks and the photos. Um, and the thing with the photos is like, I can't see them, but I, I have, um, it's called a pen friend. It's like a little labeler. Mm -hmm. Is that even a word labeler? Yeah. Um, (laughs) that like, it's like little stickers and you record like audio onto the stickers, um, to label whatever you're sticking it to. Um, so I've actually stuck these little stickers to each of my picture frames kind of on the back of them. So you can really see them because there's like ugly little white dots um and then I would record whatever the photo is um so then if I like forget or I'm cleaning and like want to remember um then I'll just take my little device and scan the sticker and it'll read it out loud to me um so it's a nice way to make pictures somewhat accessible um but I also have a very a lot of like artsy people in my family and I um suggested once to my cousin to see if she could make a tactile painting for me just for fun. And she did, which I didn't actually think she would. Um, so I have like at least two, maybe three kind of paintings on the wall that are tactile and they're like a canvas rather than like a photo in a frame kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I can just go like feel it and check it out. Um, which is really interesting, really fun. Um, and then also my like analog clock that I have, I got it from a friend, but it's not the typical, like, again, clock, under glass kind of scenario it's actually a tactile one um oh. so it's like you actually go check out the time physically on it if you although the hands are really touchy so if you bump the hand it screws up the time <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> that's fine I, I just like the sound I'm not late <laughs> no, exactly <laughs> and then like again like I recently counted and somehow I've accumulated uh 17 house plants what? I don't actually know how that happened but I, I did um and they're all like different and they all look very like textured or like tactile both like the plants themselves and the uh the pots that they're in are also really textured Mm. 
and again, like everything else decorating wise, whether it's like my couch or my dishes or even like my towels, they, everything in my house pretty much has some kind of texture to it, some kind of tactile element that is just like feels good and it's pleasing and it's, you know, cozy. So yeah, oh. texture is a really big thing for my decorating. That's cool. What kind of dishes have texture? What kind yeah. of texture? I, it seems like a weird thing, but it actually is a thing. My <laughs> dishes, I know I was really, my mom found them, which was, she knows me very well, obviously. So she knows I like textured mm. things and they're kind of like pottery looking dishes, like bowls and plates, but they have these um, kind of raised tactile lines that go kind of from, they're square shaped and they go from like the top right corner down to the bottom left. Mm. So I'm kind of on a diagonal, almost like cutting the plate in half, but like not and there's like three or four different kind of tactile lines that go kind of through it. Yeah. So they're just really fun. Very cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Keisha? Yeah. So <laughs> I guess like, cause I was trying to think, like scan my mind and be like, do I have a theme? Do I? Nope. I have a very eclectic <laughs> style. Uh, very just kind of all over the place. The way I dress is the same way. Like my friend looked at my closet one day and was like, wow, what a Gemini closet. Um, so anyway um but I I digress so I guess at the core of it all I want my home to feel like similar to Jill I want it to feel cozy I want it to feel welcoming like an oasis of relaxation like when you come in from a day of doing things you just are like ah like yes and um and I also wanted to showcase the personality of like a little bit of the personality of those who live inside so um so to touch on the cozy bit like I am a big couch uh <laughs> lover I like I love and I don't like leather furniture let me get that right off mm-hmm. the cuff. <laughs> cold too cold too sticky yeah. no yeah. thank you oh sticky yeah um so I'm a big fan of the cloth furniture and people are like oh but I have nice leather furniture to give you I'm like no thank you um <laughs> I'm actually I, the same way <laughs> And I love sectional couches. I just like, I want like, I, I, my living room is like the, is the, is the heart of the masterpiece. Like I just want people to come in, get super comfy, like put their feet up, really just feel really peaceful. Maybe there's some board games. Maybe there's some little books of funny quotes. Like, I don't know. Um, I had for a while, like I usually have like some, bra- some little books of like braille quotes sitting around. Um, I also have little books of print quotes um and uh and then sometimes sometimes my well like when I lived with roommates we made like those you know those print fridge magnets that have like all the words and you can like make sentences well we did that but we did we brailed them all out and then we put print on them as well and um then we put them on the fridge so people could like come in and make little sentences and stuff and we had such a blast with that um, and then in terms of wall art, like I actually do really enjoy like wall art and, and things like that. Um, I, I love textured art. So like wood carvings or stained glass or pottery or like macrame hangings, uh, just like, but the important thing to me is I don't just put art up because it looks cool. Like usually there's meaning to it. Maybe it's a gift from like a family member or it was a memory from a trip or um you know it has some kind of sentimental value um for a long time uh i had a f- 
I I don't have it up right now because I'm still trying to figure out my my gig with my boyfriend because it's different than having a roommate because it's like we both share the whole space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I don't want to like take over. But um, and I feel like my plants have already kind of started taking over. But anyway, um, so for a long time, I had like my Australian flag from my trip to Australia and it was like signed by all my friends over there. And then, uh, you know, when I lived with my my old roommate, we had just the most hilariously decorated house, like uh, really like I feel like correct me if I'm wrong, Jill, you, you have a pretty classy style. We had kind of like, Thanks. I want to say like a frat house style. <laughs> um, it's it, And we like, for example, for Christmas one year, my friend, because I'm a big Shrek fan, um, she painted me a painting of Shrek, um, which we hung above our dining room table. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and it was gorgeous anyway um just weird things like that or like shells or like little little things I I try to like minimize on the on the like trinkets because I'm definitely I I I kind of like tables to be a bit clear Mm -hmm. like I kind of like having space on them for other activities or just having space in them like it kind of I don't know just a little thing about that and um I just yeah, I mean, at this point in time, I would say like my my decorating style is kind of, I guess, bohemian, kind of just like homey, cozy. Right now, our house is rather covered in sporting gear. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of, I mean, it definitely shows our personalities in the sense that like, it's just covered in like different types of athletic shoes and different types of like sporting equipment, like skis and snowboards and um my spin like my friend's spin bike that I'm babysitting and like just all that kind of stuff um but definitely we've maintained that cozy um keeping the living room cozy nice blankets you know um plants and then I will say this this is one thing that people find interesting is that I have been known in the past to put posters up that like maybe I can't really see them but I find them to be a conversation starter sometimes Mm. like I'm a big Avengers fan, for example, and I love Marvel and I love like Harry Potter and stuff like that. So I would put like, or musical theater. So I'd put posters of that up in my dorm room and stuff like that when I lived, when I was at uni. And it would be like a conversation story like, oh, wow, you went to like, are you like Les Mis? Like, oh, that's cool. Like, let's have a chat about it. And like, okay, maybe I can't really see it, but like, yeah, that's kind of the, it's just that whole personality thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Definitely. And I do have like some of the art on my walls. I like more than others. Cause I actually remember what it is and it it's like something related to my personality. So, mm-hmm. um, I was thinking of a whole bunch of things while you were talking. So when I think of cozy and this is so not fashionable now, but I prefer carpet to like, mm, yeah. um, linoleum or hardwood floors it just feels warmer to me and I know like and our our townhouse has carpets and you know we talk about ripping them up and putting in hardwood eventually but that makes me sad (laughs) I get it (laughs) I'd rather put in nice new carpet but that's just not what's in style but yeah so that's um yeah I'm definitely the same where like I love like I my whole place is everything is hard water tile except for the stairs I don't know why the stairs themselves are so randomly carpeted um but when I well Keisha knows I have a stupidly large couch like it's insane 
uh, it's like a sectional, but like there's a storage part. There's a part that pulls out to a bed, and then there's a whole another section that is just there. Um, <laughs> so kind of like you said, like the living room turned kind of turned out to be the big cozy area, and I really want like it was I needed an area rug is what I needed to like mm-hmm. make it feel more like cozy and you know warm and just like come come chill um but I also am kind of the person where I really like things to match mm-hmm. um and again I think that's just growing up the way I did my mom's very much like wants all her stuff to match and have a color scheme mm-hmm. um I didn't get to choose for example like the because I like I don't own the place so I couldn't paint the walls so they're like a if I'm correct in my assumption, it's like a taupey, beigey, brown color. I don't actually know anymore. Um, but like my color scheme is like grays and like greens and blues. Um, but like, again, like, co- so my carpet kind of has that color scheme. My couch pillows have that color scheme. Um, like, I also really, really love gigantic, poofy, fuzzy blankets. Um, so all my blankets in my living room, especially have like that color scheme to them, or they're like also made by family members. So my grandma is a big knitter. So she made me like a really cute, a cute, cozy Afghan, um, like stuff like that. So yeah, I'm similar in the sense where like, I, I want that cozy kind of texture to make it feel like a home. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I have carpets, you know, like, at the t- like, well, my stairs are carpeted, like I have carpets almost everywhere. Like my like big area rug, I have a carpet about the top of the stairs, carpets beside my bed, my bath mat is big and fluffy, which is super nice. Um, yeah, so I just, yeah, big, nice. fluffy, cozy things. <laughs> I, I think I would love your couch because I, love my couch. I really love things that have storage built into oh, them. Yeah. So my coffee tables have drawers. My kitchen table has a shelf underneath to put things on. Like when I'm shopping for desks, it's all about the drawer space, the shelf space and things like that have dual functions or things that are things like, I don't know. I just, (laughs) okay. Like, like my cookie jar is an owl. It's the Harry Potter, it's Hedwig, Um, but I love things that are thing I don't know it's like it's decorative but functional yeah I'm all about that yeah. right so a couch that turns into a bed I know usually they're not that comfortable but I I hey, love this that couch idea. is great Keisha can attest to my coach I couch. love it I love sleeping <laughs> on that couch <laughs> <laughs> um and I think at wanting the storage and the and the shelf space and the extra is because I'm like you Keisha I don't want things on the surface I want them to be cleared first of mm-hmm. all so that if I go put down a, a glass of water I don't have to worry about it's going to bump into something that's already there um, or just, yeah, knocking things over or, you know, pulling out the Scrabble board, but, Mm -hmm. oh, I knocked over the vase of flowers or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So clear makes me happy. Um, I have fridge magnets that I would purchase when I would travel. So instead of a postcard or taking photos, I would get a fridge magnet Mm. of the cathedral I was visiting or, something like that so they're all when I touch them they're all tactile and I you know I can remember my trip mm-hmm. um, and then the art that I do love that is tactile are Sid Dickens tiles so they're these it's this tactile art this artist from BC makes I don't know how to describe them they're 
a square, a small-ish square, and everyone has a different design on on it. And a lot of them are tactile. So I have like a treble clef, I have a butterfly, I have uh, so many heart, like just different different objects. Some of them, one of them says courage, and I can feel that it says courage. So mm. if I Unfortunately, where they're placed, I have to stand on something to, to touch them, <laughs> but <laughs> they look cool, but they're also tactile. So that's something that's really that, cool. Yeah. They're fun. A lot of my like decoration type stuff, um, is actually from the Muckabout gift gallery place. Oh, cool. Yes. Um, love their store. So many cool little like artsy things, but the beauty of their, the art there is it's a lot of it's tactile. Um, so like, for example, they have these like little rocks that they make that have like, like little words on them. Mm, right. Cool. So like, again, like courage or brave or love or whatever. Um, and like, I, like, even their candles, I don't like candles because I'm always paranoid that I'm going to forget that I lit a candle mm-hmm. and forget about it and burn my house down. Um, so I have candles mainly because like you can walk by them, you can still smell them. Mm-hmm. But I also have like a sensi pot, which is like a candle, but it's a light bulb instead of like a wick so I don't have to you know worry about lighting it I know how to light a candle but Ooh. I prefer to not can I actually touch on that because um the sense of smell to me yes. uh, the smell of my home the smell mm. of my home is a decoration right yeah, like 100%. I love I love diffusers yes. um yeah I have one of those I have too to be careful how I burn them now with my dog but um oh, I love diffusers because I feel like it, it really sets like a mood it sets like a another piece of personality I, lo- I love candles I do burn them um mm-hmm. all the time and uh yeah like that whole sense of smell kind of thing for me big yeah same I agree. yeah okay I need to ask you guys about plants because mm-hmm. honestly I am I forget I have them like they are just <laughs> quietly minding their own business and they <laughs> die oh and so- I'm dying in the corner I do not have plants. I'm, my husband has some plants and I kind of like think, I don't know what, I don't, I don't quite get it. Honestly, I don't really check them out. I'm not that interested, but Jill, how many? 18, <laughs> 17, what did you say? 17, 17, 17 plants. Like, yeah. how do you remember them all? And, and why, and are they all different? And like, tell yeah. me about plants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I think a lot of it was growing up. My mom always had plants in the house. So they just feel very like homey to me. Um, I'm definitely not the most crazy plant lady in my family though. My sister takes the cake for that one by far. She has like 32 plants in her house. It's insane. <laughs> um, but I think I just, I find them, I don't know. It's like, it's nice to take care of something in a way too. Um, and you know, like I th- pretty much every room in my house has a plant in it roughly. Um, a lot of them were gifts. Um, so some of them are the the same because when plants thrive, at least some plants, they like to have babies. So they grow little shoots off of them that you can like cut and they'll grow roots and you can replant them. Um, so I have a couple plants that did that or have done that. So I have a few of the same plants and I I really like the, um, the ones that kind of shoot out like the viney kind of like draping kind of ones um Mm -hmm. and I think yeah I just I I find them super like it just it's fun to take care of them and like makes me feel all like look I'm gardening and being like 
agreed and good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also just like um, a cozy thing to me because that's what I grew up with. Um, yeah. I did too, I, but they were I, just something to dust around. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I think like, for one oh, wait, of mine sorry. has like, it's really, I don't even know why it does this. It's like when you water the certain plant, it's called a Christmas cactus. Um, when it absorbs the water, it makes little bubbles sounds like it bubbles, which okay. is weird and cool. So it's like has a kind of auditory aspect to it. Um, yeah. But I also just really like the feel and like the texture of plants. Um, I just find it really like peaceful and like calming. Okay. Yeah. I think for me, like it's like having, being able to have a bit of nature inside. Ah, and, yes. And like, um, I don't know, that just makes me feel like more grounded. And also I think plants have this ability to kind of cleanse air in a place and cleanse energy mm -hmm. uh, if you want to get into that sort of stuff. But um, I am unfortunately not the greatest plant mom. Um, like I, I don't always know how to nutrient them. Um, like I know how to water them and like <laughs> make sure they're good, like repot them and stuff. But it's like some plants just are very fiddly. So I'm a big mm -hmm. cactus friend. Um, I love those guys. Like the pokey one? Well, yeah, any kind of succulent. Ah, yeah. I can do a pokey. No, no, I mean like a, with the needles. Oh, yeah, I love those guys. Oh, okay, they no, remind me good. of me. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think yeah. I always thought you weren't supposed to touch plants too. Maybe somebody told me that as a kid. Like, maybe <laughs> some of them are more, definitely like more delicate than others, but there's some that are really like, what's the word? Versatile. And like, I have, it's called a, a spider plant. It's like a big kind of. Yeah has lots of shoots and it's really resilient because I've almost killed mine like five different times um and then I got smart and I set a reminder like through the reminders app on my phone to check my plants for to see if they need water every week okay um so I got really smart because a lot of my plants would die and I'm like I because again I don't see them so I forget that they're there mm -hmm. but by doing the reminder I can like go around and I got obviously like I know where all my plants are so I'll go around the room and like just poke a finger into the soil and if it's like really dry okay they need water if it's still kind of damp then they're probably good for another week and that's been my method and it's been working quite well <laughs> so awesome. I'm a with, I don't do anything extra like I don't give it like I don't know fertilizer or like plant food and all. I don't do any of that because I don't honestly just care enough um but water in some it's good so sometimes <laughs> it's working out we we don't have like a ton like there's only there's like one the sun doesn't come in like all the windows mm. the same way. So sometimes if I'm feeling really generous, I carry my plants into the sun oh. Um, oh. to give them like oh. a, it's like they get to go for dinner, you know, like it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Oh, what a good plant mom. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's too funny. So I feel like there's this, maybe, maybe it's not even a misconception. Maybe it's just something I think people think that if they went into a blind person's house, they would be able to see all these gadgets and things and differentness. Mm. If somebody came into your homes, would they see anything that tipped them off that you're blind? Um, for me, it would, I mean, one, when you walk in the door, you see my dogs, like my god dog's harness, like right in your face right there. Right. So yeah. like that. Yes. Um, like in my, the rest of my house, though, in, especially in my, because my dining room-ish area, it's all open. Like my dining room and living room are all like one big room. Um, so I think it, in this part of the house, no. But especially when you go into my kitchen, like 
especially when you do, do a quick glance around, you're going to see um, like all the stickers. So I have like my microwave, my toaster oven, and my like stove um, is all has like all stickers on it, like tactile mm-hmm. labeling stickers. So one, that's like you'd see that right away. Um, I also have this really gigantic, really ugly um, tactile kitchen timer that anyone who was in the um, limitless lunch or baking program will remember being loud and obnoxious. Um, <laughs> I love that thing. So like that's really there, and it's very obviously like a blind kind of gadget. Mm. Um, but I also actually have this spice rack on my counter. It's like it kind of spins around and has like little rounded jars of like different spices. Um, and it's not tr- like I don't use Braille enough slash didn't want to buy a Braille labeler because they're expensive. So I bought tactile stickers and stuck them to these jars to like let me know what spices what. Because after you smell like five spices, you can't smell anymore. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. So I'm like, I need to figure this out. So like I have a lot, of, even like in my bathroom, like my medication or whatever, it's like all labeled with tactile stickers. So there's a stupid amount of tactile stickers, like letter stickers around my house. Um so yeah, definitely my kitchen is, I'd say the most, like, obviously there's a blind person living here kind of scenario. And it's mostly just from all like the label and tactile like, mm. stickers. And stuff. So yeah. if it's cinnamon, you'd put like a C on it or? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Or like, you know, if there's like, cause I have like garlic powder and garlic salt and right. don't ask me the difference cause I actually don't even know. But um, one's like garlic salt is GS, garlic powder is GP. Right. Right. So like stuff like that. Um, Smart. Yeah. yeah, That's a good idea. Again, like I didn't, like I know Braille enough, I would have done that, but I didn't have a Braille labeler and like the dollar store tactile stickers are a lot cheaper (laughs) than that. My spare room as well. That's like kind of turned into a yoga slash workout area and office. And like the first thing you see is my desk. So like a lot of my accessible tech is right there. Yeah. No, mostly my kitchen as far as I can tell. Okay. Yeah. What What about you, Keisha? Well, I mean, I definitely have the gear, like, but it's it's often tucked away. Like, I, I think if you walked in, I don't really know that you would know right away. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, we do have like the like the tactile stickers on the stove, and do we have it on the on the? Uh, yeah, I think just the stove right now. Oh, and the microwave, of course. Um, and so you would see that and like sometimes I leave my cane out like leaned against like the corner by the door but often that's folded and like tucked in a cupboard mm-hmm. um or like my guide dog harness is usually in a cupboard as well um you would <laughs> I mean my dog when he's at home just is a dog so he wouldn't <laughs> yeah. give you any tip-offs other than he's <laughs> a nice guy <laughs> then, yeah. oh I guess his, his collar says seeing eye on it but Oh, um, <laughs> um but yeah like I don't know like we um you know it's we have our kind of I, I think I'm a little bit less organized than Jill um <laughs> or considerably less organized I think I, most I, of I, us are actually Jill, Jill is an icon in I'm organization level, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how something I, I aspire to be, to be. <laughs> I never I used to be of- let's be clear <laughs> I, I always remember you being very organized and I've known you for years. Yeah, you could the, the moral of the story is you can always grow, guys. Um, yeah. Just like a but plant. Yeah, I mean, I would say I do a lot of the flying by the seat of my pants model of blindness. <laughs> um, and um, But that, that said, there is, 
there are definitely like little tip-offs. I mean, I, um, I do have like my assistive tech stuff, but usually I have that, like when I'm not working, that's tucked away somewhere safe, like, you know, in a cupboard mm-hmm. as well. I'm a big cupboard guy, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if you like just looked around, if you would really know that much, it's, it's when you start digging into the cupboards when you start finding out. <laughs> yeah. Which, which don't do, by the way. Don't yeah, just go into someone's don't cupboards. Don't yeah, go into the cupboards. I, yeah, also, um, I forgot to mention too, the only other thing that would like tip you off is that I have this really old talking clock um, that I don't even know how it's still functioning, honestly. It's moved, I think I've had it since I was like 15, 16, but it announces the hour on the hour like every mm, hour up until okay. i think like 10 p.m and stop <laughs> at 10 p.m because that'll be really annoying throughout the night and then it starts up again at like i believe eight in the morning um <laughs> i think that's very that's very polite of it to know yeah, that I those know. are the sleeping I, hours honestly i was i would love that because i also don't have to turn it off at night which is a yeah. plus but i also really <laughs> like that it announces it reminds me of like um like a grandfather clock or yeah. like a clock but obviously way smaller scale and it has this little British voice going on. Um, <laughs> I really love it. Everybody kind of hates it, but I, they always make fun of me. They're like, just check your phone. I'm like, but if I'm like, you don't have something. To. Yeah. 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 If I'm like yeah. cooking or cleaning, I don't want to touch my phone with my like dirty uh-huh. hands. Yeah, you know? totally. I love so that. <laughs> I do that a lot. And I also have like the Google home to help with that. Yeah. And then kind of just going off of a little bit of the organization thing is especially now. I mean, like I've always been organized because I got a lot of crap about it not being organized all through school so I think getting you know like you need to be more organized mostly for my teachers um has made me be a very organized adult but I also live on my own now um so I don't always have you know a set of eyeballs to be like hey can you help me find this or where is this or you know where did you move that or whatever it's very much like I put it somewhere and if I forget it that's 100% like all my fault but sometimes Sometimes when you live with someone else, though, it's like the stuff goes missing and it's like, I where know. did it go? They move I don't, things. I really don't miss that fact of living with someone else. Um, <laughs> so I like a lot of why I'm organized is because I also don't want to keep like having to FaceTime someone mm-hmm. to like ask them, you know, what is this or can we find this or whatever? Um, so therefore, by being very organized, I don't have to worry about that and can just easily go grab my pasta from the you know the second shelf from the top in my pantry and instantly know like where it is and what it is without having to like worry about it so mm-hmm. yeah that's a lot of why I got really organized that's great <laughs> but, right. yeah I don't think there's I can't think of anything in my house that aside from the cane in the corner mm. by, by the door but um, that would tip anybody off. Cause even my tech, it's like, it's a laptop, it's an iPhone. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> no one can tell by looking at it. Um, but I'm curious cause I have some blind friends who are very much against coffee tables and oh. we, we do have one. I, even though it's a shin biter, like uh, <laughs> walking into it can be painful, but do you guys have coffee tables in? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Big fan. Um, I, Same, because yeah. it, it not only is a storage space, but, <laughs> and a, and a possible space to put a nice plant, but also, <laughs> but also it really, um, helps with that whole, like 
community feeling of, hey, if we want to play a board game together uh, mm-hmm. and sit on the couch or if we want to eat some chips together, yeah. um, which I love to do as a bonding experience. Um, <laughs> or a solo experience, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, bonding with myself, right? Um, <laughs> then, like, I just love having a coffee table because it's like, oh, nice. Like, it's just like that perfect yeah. little tiny table. I love it. Mm. And I'm the same, especially because I... Again, I have a really stupidly large couch and I love my couch. Um, Whenever I go away, I miss my couch. So I spend a lot of time on my couch and I like, I can't, I have no other surface aside from the coffee table to put like a cup or a mug on or Mm. not gonna lie. Sometimes I'll eat dinner at my coffee table because I can do that. Because I'm an yeah. adult, but I can decide what I eat. <laughs> if you're listening, mom, <laughs> I'm allowed. Yeah, I'm allowed. So I definitely <laughs> do, and I also find um, I personally. So I, it's I'm in the middle of I don't like a lot of clutter, but I don't like big open spaces either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find like a coffee table in the center of a living room is kind of a good like orientation tool mm-hmm. in a way as well. Um, Cause I find like with a big open space, I kind of like think I'm going, you know, straight. And then I veer, I'm like, oh my God, this is too much space. And I don't know where I'm like, I somehow lose myself. But I can just follow the edge of the coffee table with my hand and like walk right from my patio door or balcony door all the way to like my kitchen door. And it works out great. So I also like them for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking off of the shin biter scenario, I, cause when I moved in here, it was unfurnished. So I like went and picked out all my own furniture um but I made a mistake with my bed because the footboard has little things that stick out that like over the like, kind of sides mm-hmm. from the mattress mm-hmm. um and sometimes if I'm not paying full attention I'll like walk into it with my usually my thigh because I'm short um and that definitely really hurts so I kind of regret buying that <laughs> that bed frame I can see like why people wouldn't like a coffee table for that reason but I just again like Keisha like like the cozy kind of communal having friends over aspect of it so. yeah no I I think as much as I do bump into it sometimes I've learned to be careful and slow down and <laughs> go crashing through and and it is a pretty solid one so it shouldn't move although sometimes yeah. it does it can just be pushed by an inch just by someone putting their mm-hmm. feet up and that will throw me off enough that I'm gonna bump it so yeah. my kitchen table's like that it's like a tiny little like four person ikea table kitchen table but it's really light and like mm. you just like bump it it goes all yeah. crooked or wh- whatever right or the chairs get like untucked when you bump the table and stuff so yes. yeah so that brings us nicely into living with others how has that been for you guys are there things that your roommates or partners have had to i don't know learn uh in living with you are there things that they <laughs> do that tick you off or make it harder yeah so I I've had like a little bit of the partner I've lived with roommates my biggest thing so the way that my like kind of dining room is laid out is like that it's a four-person table and there's like a chair on each side of the table um, and one of the chairs is like if you sit in it, it you're kind of sitting it's sticking out towards where you would walk to go into the kitchen that was one of the biggest things is like please always push your chairs in because I will die off them Cause I always like follow the table to go like the back of the chairs to go around the table yeah, or to go just whatever I'm doing. So I'm like, if your chair is sticking out and plus they're really light, um, which is kind of a bad idea on my end. I wish I would have bought heavier furniture for that reason. 
But if you sit in that spot and then you don't push the chair in, it's very easy to trip over it and then it hurts and it's loud and it's a whole thing. Um, that was one of the biggest, that's one of the biggest things. So most people aren't allowed to sit in, in that spot. Um, and kind of the same goes just with, especially um, like the items in the fridge or the pantry or the cupboards, like everything, this is going to sound a little bit like organized kind of anal jail moment, but um, like everything has their own spot and it's not hard to put that thing back in its spot when you move it or like use it. Um, and I've had people like move something and put it completely in the wrong spot of the fridge and I'm hunting for it for like 15 minutes just because yeah. I wanted a piece of freaking toast. Right. I couldn't find the bread. And I just like, nothing is more frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it goes in the same spot. It's not that hard. Like why? And they, you know, always say it's not a big deal until they, and then I, they do it. And then it's like frustrating. Um, so I think that was just the biggest thing with any like roommate I've had is like, if, you know, there's a reason because I can't find stuff. If you move it, can you please just put it back in the same spot? Um, and for the most part, it was, it worked out okay. Um, so I too have lived with various roommates and now um, my partner and I've never lived with a partner before. Very, very different, like I said, from, from roommates mm-hmm. in my experience. So with my roommates, I've lived with, you know, roommates who I wasn't very close to, like I'd never met them before. So I felt like it was, it was pretty like easy to establish boundaries um, and kind of just set things up in that way because it's not like you had that pre-existing friendship and you had to like, you know, tiptoe around each other's feelings a, a whole ton. It was like, okay, this is how it is going to be awesome, sweet, done. Um, then it was like, I moved in with friends. My friends are fabulous. I mean, we definitely had times where it was like challenging to establish boundaries and like figure all that stuff out but that's just that's just how it goes like I wouldn't say that's like a blind thing or anything like it's just Mm -hmm. that's just roommates but um Mm -hmm. uh I had like I lived with a friend um for a long time who was really clean like way cleaner than me I'll tell you that um and uh she's just super organized and I think I cramped her style a bit actually (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and um yeah but easy to easy to navigate um the house when she was cleaning it when she was doing it because it was like it was all you know very organized very good well her parts of it because we all as roommates we all just our rooms were whatever they we wanted them to be and Mm -hmm. then when we the common spaces we had to we had to have some rules and then um I lived with uh a whole different set of roommates uh for a couple years who we were so chill um (laughs) we basically the rule was just like keep most of the chaos in your bedroom but um and, and at first we had a lot of rules about like you know not putting things back where they're supposed to be or like you know not putting um booby traps in the middle of the room and stuff (laughs) but eventually it just became like like we always were respectful we always did try to like respect the common space but yeah definitely there was like stuff kicking around for sure plus we had animals I got my dog within that time period my friend had a cat um and so you know it was it was very is like it was peaceful chaos and um now but that being said I pretty much always knew where things were because with roommates we would break the pantry into this is your cupboard this is my cupboard mm-hmm. we break the fridge into like this is your shelf this is my shelf etc cetera, etc cetera. 
yeah like in the bathroom that's your part of the vanity that's my part of the vanity bedroom that's your own deal um so it was like always quite simple because my cupboards were always the way I wanted them my shelves were always the way I wanted them um now like living with with a partner like we're still establishing all of that and we're both new to living with a partner and so it's like um and everything is a shared space like all the cupboards are shared spaces like except our closets are separate which is awesome um and but like you know it's it's kind of like things do go missing my socks are slowly disappearing um (laughs) does he wear them (laughs) yeah i've totally he's totally put on a sock that was mine before and and i'm pretty sure i've totally put a sock that was his on before i mean it just it's starting to blend into each other um so there's days where i'm like oh my gosh like can we need to like sit down and go through your laundry because <laughs> you're stealing my things <laughs> there are there are items missing of my uh, mostly socks and then you know he, he things go missing for him too but the thing is I have a pretty good memory of where things are like and I just kind of make note as I pass through a room like oh cool I see his toque is on the chair or oh like my favorite mug is right here so then when it's like, oh, Keisha, did you see my toque? Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, I totally did. Like, it's right over, <laughs> it's right over there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I think we do, like, we do try to, like, uh, establish, like, an organizational pattern of some variety. And and then, of course, just asking each other when we're going to do, like, major moves, moving things around kind of deals or things like that. Just keeping each other posted so it's not, like, oh, wow, I just came home and all the furniture is completely reoriented. <laughs> um, which, for the record, that's actually something I would totally do to my roommates. Um, <laughs> I loved moving furniture around because I always liked, it just changed the vibe and I was like, nice. But now, like, living with a partner, it's like, let's, we have to communicate about these things and, like, you know, it's not just me and it's not just my crazy roommates anymore. <laughs> I've had similar experiences where, like, with roommates, you know, like you have your designated shelf in the pantry, designated drawer in the bathroom, whatever. But I definitely see what you mean by like when you're living with a partner, it's so different because you're sharing like literally everything at that point. Mm-hmm. And then going from that to like having like no roommate, I really am vibing with it. <laughs> really like it. <laughs> how is it? How is it having a kid, Sean? Oh gosh. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> I, I was writing down some things like my the shoes the shoes we come in <laughs> through the basement it's kind of like a mud room slash i don't know that's where my treadmill is that's where the bikes live but that's where nicholas plays his video games and then the laundry room is down there as well there's a bathroom with laundry in it so every time i go to do laundry i'm tripping over mm. shoes that are just not pushed out of the way like they don't even have to be neat and tidy they just have to be pushed out of the way or I go to the treadmill or no I go to let the dog out because the door to the yard is also down there and I have to walk through the entire room to get to that door and I'm tripping over a bike <laughs> quite often that wasn't oh, put back outside yeah so it can be painful at times um <laughs> we just got over sort of like toys all over the floor you know, cause he's kind of grown out of that and now we have a puppy. So now it's the dog leaving toys all over the floor that I'm constantly <laughs> like that. stepping on or tripping over because yeah, they just don't put their things away. Um, but I think 
the shoes and I, like, I like storage, you know, I, I would like to get some sort of a box to throw everybody's shoes in, but I don't know if that exists. Maybe that'll be harder. Cause you got to rifle through the whole box. It's like that horrible shoe game from my childhood at sports. Oh my day. God, no. <laughs> you should get a shoe shell. Well, it, there isn't, I actually there, we have one. It's like a bench with a shelf mm. with shelves underneath for shoes, but it's just, overloaded and people mm-hmm. don't put their shoes on it. I do. I put my things away. Mine are always neatly against the wall, but <laughs> the other people don't do that so much. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've had some roommates. Uh, well, I had one particular really roommate that was, she left a glass of milk on the couch. Like, uh, yeah. Who does okay. that? Uh, right. she left an open bottle of like varnish or paint or something on the kitchen table. Cause she was doing oh. a craft and she just didn't even put the lid on. Like she would leave her shoes lying any old place too in the middle of the living room floor. Like it was awful. Yeah. That would drive <laughs> oh. me crazy. Yes. But I, yeah, I, and my husband is very, not to my standards of tidiness mm-hmm. and organization. And that's my reason I don't really cook because he doesn't, he, he doesn't even have his own system. Never mind, like putting it back where it belongs. There, there is really no place it belongs anyway, mm-hmm. especially the fridge. It's just wherever it fits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even the cupboards there, there's not like it'll, it'll get organized, but it doesn't stay that way. So it's definitely challenging when you can't find things. Yeah. And the TV remote. Oh my goodness. Just like put it back on the coffee table, please. (laughs) I used to leave the house after him in the mornings before COVID and I would be searching everywhere to turn off the TV because he would have brought it to the kitchen or something. Like it could be, it could be on top of the, on the back of the couch or on the piano or like it could be anywhere. <laughs> and sometimes I'd have to text him and be like, do you know where you might've put the remote <laughs> so I can turn the TV off? So yeah, good times. <laughs> I've had that be similar where like, cause our kitchen table is like pretty much the first piece of furniture you're going to kind of come and contact you when you come up the stairs because my entryway is like downstairs mm-hmm. so a lot of times like my like partner or like other roommates would like you know their keys their wallet their phones their coats their hats their gloves all this crap they're just put on the table yeah. and it's honestly not a big table it's a very small table and like you know I prefer especially my kitchen table to be pretty clear because mm-hmm. I'm if I'm carrying a plate of f- food or a hot bowl of soup like I'm carrying it with both hands so I don't spill it Yes. And like, I don't want to worry about having to put it on top of all this stuff and having exactly. it be unbalanced and filling everywhere. Yeah. So I got into the habit of if a whole bunch of their stuff was on the table, I would just pile it all on their chair at the table. So when they would go to sit down, they couldn't, and they'd have to deal with it all. <laughs> it was so annoying. That's funny. So That's a it good worked tip. Eventually. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this has been great. You guys. Thank you so much for joining me today to talk about this. It's been super interesting. I feel inspired to go get some label stickers and organize <laughs> <laughs> organize things better. But yeah, I, it was really cool to hear how you've set up your homes and I'm sure people will find it really interesting. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. You've been listening to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings podcast. If you have a question, a comment, a future topic request, we would love to hear from you. Please send us an email to limitless at blindbeginnings.ca. Please share our podcast, like, subscribe, leave us a rating and join us next time. 
This podcast has been brought to you by Blind Beginnings, an organization based in Vancouver, Canada, that supports children and youth who are blind or partially sighted, along with their families. Music for this podcast is composed by Sean Bishop and Clement Chow. Production and audio editing by Rob Minot. For more information about Blind Beginnings and the work it does to support children and youth who are blind and partially sighted, along with their families, visit us on the web at www.blindbeginnings.ca. And also remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.